0: Located just north of downtown Milwaukee, Grafton, Wisconsin, is the heart of it all. Bustling festivals, family events, and live entertainment are what we're known for. Business or pleasure, Grafton has it all. With a thriving economy and a warm community, we're the perfect place to get away. You don't want to miss this. Welcome to Getaway to Grafton.
1: Welcome to Getaway to Grafton. I'm Megan Shellwatt, Special Events and Tourism Promotion Director for the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce. On today's episode, we are excited to share with you details about the second annual Beer on the Bridge happening in downtown Grafton on June 8th, and to give you a sneak peek about Grafton's new event, the Grafton Traveling Food Truck Series. There's so many great beers, foods, and family-friendly activities available to you this summer in Grafton, and we can't wait to share them with you. Let's get started. We are so excited for summer and fun things happening in Grafton, and today sharing with us Beer on the Bridge for its second annual event is Paul Alexander of the 024 Room. Thanks for joining us today, Paul.
2: Well,
3: I'm so happy to be here.
1: (laughs) I guess I should be saying welcome back. This is your second time on Getaway to Grafton.
3: Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. What can I say?
1: That's right. Absolutely. So first things first, I think it's important for those that may or may not know about Beer on the Bridge, tell us where it's located, date and time, all the interesting information they need to know.
3: Well, the second annual Beer on the Bridge is occurring on Saturday, June 8th. The general admission times are 1 to 5 in the afternoon, and the event actually occurs on the Bridge Steep Bridge just north of the Arts Mill in downtown Grafton. We will close down the bridge. Have 35 breweries or we're up to now. We'll have almost 100 beers to try. Wow. We'll have live music from the Maple Blues Road Band. And we'll have two food trucks, including uh, Pinky's Grill, Gourmet Sandwiches, and Tony's Barbecue.
1: Wonderful. It sounds like it's going to be a blast. Yeah. Excellent. Now, in regards to tickets, it sounds like it is preferred that people buy tickets in advance, but they can buy at the door when they come. Tell us about that and how they can get those tickets and pricing.
3: So the tickets are available at three places right now. They are, of course, available online through the Grafton Chamber of Commerce, and they are also available for pickup at the 0 024 Tap Room and the Bottle Shop of Grafton. The general admission tickets are $50 to get in from one to five. We also have a limited number of VIP tickets that gets you in at noon or an hour earlier and access to the VIP area, which where I will have three rare barrels to sample.
1: Oh, excellent. So in regards to the tickets, what does that entail for the cost?
3: So you get handled a five-ounce sampling glass and basically get access to unlimited sampling of almost 100 beers for four or five hours, depending on which ticket you buy.
1: Oh, I like it. That sounds fabulous. So tell us a little bit about where Beer on the Bridge and the whole concept came from.
3: Well, when I knew I wanted to open a taproom in Grafton, I was just kind of running things through my head. I've lived in Grafton for 20 years, and I wanted to get some juice downtown. Downtown Grafton's always been nice and pleasant. It needed a shot in the arm. <laughs> and, and when we opened the taproom, one of the things I, I wanted to do was have a beer fest. And the village was very receptive to it. The first one went very well, and I'm glad we're doing it again. The bridge is a very unique setting for a beer fest. I got great feedback from the vendors and the participants on just a really neat event because of where it is.
1: Absolutely. It really is very unique. So I did get to check it out for myself last year. You had a variety of different kinds of beer. I mean, if you're a beer connoisseur, it's got a little bit of everything. If you're new like me to beer and you're still sampling things and trying to find what you like, this is the perfect place to check out to really figure out what your likes and dislikes are.
3: Absolutely. One of the things I'm doing right now is I'm going over everyone's beer rosters as I'm calling them and making sure there is beer for everybody. We'll have hazy IPAs, we'll have regular IPAs, I'll have a couple ciders, I'll have a mead, we'll have stouts, we'll have some barrel-aged stuff, but we'll also have some easy drinking stuff, so there'll be something for everybody there.
1: Excellent. Just out of curiosity, do you have a favorite beer vendor that's going to be at this event this year?
3: A favorite beer vendor? Well, I will say this, they're all my favorites. I like that answer. 1840, which is one of the hot breweries downtown, and they are one of the best breweries in the state, in my humble opinion. They will actually be our brewery of the month.
4: Oh, okay. That month.
3: So we're going to do a tap takeover the Wednesday before Beer on the Bridge. So they will be at Beer at the Bridge, and they are actually supplying us with one of our rare barrels for the VIP area then, oh, too. Oh,
1: wonderful. Very cool. Any specific vendors that are local to the Grafton, Cedarburg, Mequon area that you want to share with our listeners today that might get them interested in coming?
3: Well, being a local small businessman myself, we always want to support locals, so we will actually have Inventors Pub from Port, Rebellion from Cedarburg will be there, and then Sahail, the new kids on the block from Grafton, will actually be there too. I'm uh, trying to arrange a meeting with Matt as we speak, so I'm hoping to meet him later this week.
1: Excellent. Yeah, we're really excited for them to be opening as well. They'll be in the 1505 complex That's just correct. by the Lumberyard Plaza. Excellent. Are you still looking for sponsors or any other additional interest to help support this event that we can help promote today?
3: Well, U.S. Bank who is very community oriented, stepped up big time, and they are going to be our primary sponsor presenting the beer on the bridge. Excellent. And our secondary sponsor will be Firmatorium, who I should have mentioned before. <laughs> All the, good. They'll actually have their new brand new beer trailer there with eight taps on it. Ooh. So we'll be obviously featuring Firmatorium, making great beer. And if you didn't know, they're opening a second location in tell so I'll throw a little shout out to Chris and wish him the best of luck with that. And our other two sponsors are Temperature Pros out of Cedarburg okay. and Digital Edge Printing and Marketing.
1: Oh, wonderful. Excellent so nice when all of our chamber members are working together and helping to make our community so fun and festive. Yes. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the Homebrew Fest. I'd love to hear more about that.
3: Well, we did that last year. That was Tasia's suggestion of the bottle shop, and it went over very well. So for a small fee, you'll be able to bring two of your homebrew samples in. We'll have a panel of local brewers be the judges, and they'll be doing blind taste testing. And I don't quite... I haven't confirmed what the grand prize is, but last year you got to brew the winning recipe at the Firmatorium System,
2: which was pretty cool. Yes.
1: That is pretty spectacular.
3: Yeah. so That's awesome. And it is. It's just a nice little, another event that's part of Beer on the Bridge that makes it unique.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, that's really cool. So in regards to parking, what can you tell us for our guests that are planning to attend your event this year?
3: Well, if you haven't visited downtown Grafton yet, Parking can be a little challenging with larger events. So be prepared to maybe walk a couple blocks. We have a few spots right in the parking lot, right by Beer on the Bridge. But the Arts Mill is busy these days. The coffee shop will be open. The knitting shop will be open. Sure. So we'd actually prefer that you not park there and find some street parking and walk a little bit of ways. It really isn't that big of a deal.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: And we do have Uber in Grafton then too. Yeah. So if you decide to come and enjoy yourself to the fullest, please do, but please get home safe. And on another note of that, I had someone call and email me, DDs or designated drivers get in for free because we want you to get home
1: safe. That is a phenomenal thing to do. And I'm really glad that you're promoting that. Yeah. That's excellent. Wonderful. And in regards to the 0 24 tap I know people are going to want to stop in and check out your location that day. Do you plan to be open?
3: We will be open later. I believe last year we opened, actually ended up opening about 630 after getting everything broken down. It is quite a task. So if you do want to come see us, please do, but we will not be open at 4.30. The AM Roastery Coffee Shop will be open all day, so if someone needs a cup of coffee in addition to a beer, I will not discourage that. And please check, (laughs) the Arts Mill is a really unique building, too, and there is some great art on the second floor of the Arts Mill. Please feel free to uh, step up and check out some art and just enjoy some of the uniqueness of Grafton.
1: Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, Paul, where can our listeners learn more about Beer on the Bridge?
3: So uh, we try to update information on a weekly basis on our Facebook page for the Bottle Shop and the 024 Tap Room. And the uh, Grafton Chamber of Commerce is another great place to find information about Beer on the Bridge.
1: Wonderful. And those tickets can be purchased through the Grafton Chamber Facebook page, Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce. And you can also find those on our website, grafton-wi.org. Well, Paul, thank you so much for joining us. I'm looking forward to actually purchasing a ticket this time rather than being an observer Enjoying some beer myself and seeing you this summer.
3: I look forward to seeing you there. I'm looking forward to another great event in downtown Grafton.
1: Thanks so much. You're welcome. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Andrew Swafford of the Traveling Food Truck Series, which is coming to Grafton this summer. Don't go away. You won't want to miss this.
0: At U.S. Bank, we believe all people deserve the opportunity to dream, believe, and achieve, as well as live in a community connected through culture, recreation, and play. This continues to be at the heart of possibility for all of us. Through U.S. Bank Community Possible, we invest our time, resources, and passion into economic development by supporting efforts to create stable jobs, better homes, and vibrant communities. U.S. Bank, the power of possible.
1: We are so excited to talk to Andrew Swafford of the Traveling Food Truck Tour Series that is going to be coming to Grafton here this summer. So thank you so much for joining us today, Andrew.
5: Thanks for having us on.
1: Absolutely. So to get started, I would absolutely love to hear about the idea and the concept behind the Traveling Food Truck Series and why you decided to start this.
5: Yeah, well, we've been doing restaurant-style events since 2001 organizing community food tastings. Um, we do the annual Chili Bowl, which uh, we host at Pottawatomi each year. It's always the Sunday before the Super Bowl. We also do other tasting. We do a chicken wing festival, a sausage and beer festival, uh, just tons of community events. And, uh, you know, over the years, we've met some food truck owners. And about f- four years ago, we had an idea to put together a food truck event. Okay. So we approached the Rock in Franklin and... The Rock and Food Truck Rally was born, okay. and we hosted it four times over that summer on Wednesday nights. Okay, and it was a great success. We lucked out with weather and such, but being MilwaukeeFood.com, I see food trucks every day in Milwaukee. It's sure. nothing out of the ordinary. Sure, but I noticed when we were out in Franklin, they just they ate it up. They loved it. Sure. So, I, you know, we talked about it. And um, the next year, we approached the city of Oak Creek and West Dallas mayors and talked about possibly doing the same thing there. And they tried it. We tried it. Went very well. And so maybe uh, we could look into bringing it to some other cities. And sure. yeah, it just grew from there. And every year it's grown. And this year, we're up to eight different communities. And we're excited to add Grafton. And-
1: Wonderful. That's excellent. Well, we're really excited to to start this off with you guys. Part of it was that I absolutely love going to food truck festivals in general just because I'm a huge foodie and I like to try different foods and one minute have sushi and then the next minute I'm having Moroccan food or if I just want to have a burger. It's really fun to go to these things and our hope, and we're really excited, we think it will occur, is that people are going to come and enjoy it here in Grafton just as much as everywhere else. Yeah,
5: I mean, it, I love it. So many stories and every food truck, I you know, a lot of them have dreams open in a regular restaurant, but just hearing their stories and something about food trucks. Uh, I mean, <laughs> of course, it's so seasonal here in Wisconsin. Sure. So being able to eat outside and try all these different foods and in different environments. It's it's a cool experience.
1: Absolutely. Well, so here in Grafton, we're having it at Veterans Memorial Park, and we're really excited to have you guys there the last Tuesday every month from June through September. So tell us a little bit about what we can expect at this event.
5: Yeah, when you come to a traveling food truck tour, uh, like you said, they're on Tuesday nights from four to nine. You can expect up to 20 different food trucks and carts You'll see a lot of the same vendors there, but we do try to rotate some new vendors. Sure. But yeah, it's, it's just a fun evening for the whole family. There's not an admission price. We have music. We have kids' games. We bring chalk for them to play with. <laughs> we have um, games for big kids. We bring, you know, giant checkers, giant connect 4, giant Jengas, bags. Beer, of beer course. tent, of beer.
2: course,
5: <laughs> and uh, it's—I mean—veterans par. It's just a beautiful. It's going to be quite an environment. I just—I can't wait.
1: Absolutely. So, talking beer, tell us a little bit about what our guests can experience and expect regarding the beer garden that'll be at this event.
5: Yeah, we're excited about that. We have partnered with Mobcraft Brewery, okay, which is in Milwaukee, so. We'll be able to offer some local craft beers this season. Wonderful. As well as One Barrel Brewing in Madison, and then Shiner Beer out of Texas. So, yeah, we'll be rotating our beer menus throughout the season, and um, yeah, it'll be good time.
1: Excellent. And I'm excited. It makes it easier. You guys are selling cans this year.
5: Cans, it is.
1: Excellent. Wonderful. Well, and it's nice to know, too, that at this event, you guys will be providing music as well, so there's a little bit of a fun atmosphere going on for everybody. Yeah,
5: people can dance and just have a good time.
1: Wonderful. Any other things in regards to this event that you guys are featuring this year in Grafton that you'd like to share with us?
5: I mean, uh, throughout the season, I mean, we'll do it four times over the summer, so each one we learn a little bit more and talk to the neighborhood and Yeah, you'll you'll see as the season rolls on, add new stuff and but we're excited. We are talking about hosting yoga.
1: Wonderful.
5: So we're talking to a a couple instructors about possibly doing some shorter classes. Okay. But that's not set yet, but it's looking promising.
1: Wonderful. That's excellent. I think you'll get a lot of Evening stretchers and downward doggers that are yeah, interested in downing so. a beer afterwards. Oh, that'd be so. <laughs> nice. That's good. Yes, for sure. Excellent. Um, so obviously this is a family-friendly event. We're really looking forward to having everybody come out for that. We mentioned that this event is free, so you can show up, choose from different food truck vendors. Anything else you'd like to share with us today, Andrew?
5: Yeah, it is, uh, of course. They're just uh, welcome to come, hang out with everybody, the neighborhood. They, you know, They want to just come out, hang out. They don't have to buy anything, you know, but if they want to support the vendors, that'd be nice. But yeah, just a fun family night, very safe, and uh, that's our goal.
1: Wonderful.
5: Get people out to experience Grafton and um, support the area.
1: Wonderful. So, Andrew, are you able to share any information about food trucks and vendors that'll be at Grafton?
5: Well, okay, I guess. Let's see. (laughs) Yeah, we have, uh, like I said, a great list, and uh, they'll be rotating throughout the season. But our June 25th opener, we have, joining us, Blue Cow Creperie.
1: Local to Grafton.
5: They do crepes, of course. We have falafel. We have uh, Gypsy Soul. They do a lot of vegan and vegetarian entrees. We have a new vendor, uh, Ima's African Cuisine, join us. Very excited about that. Excellent.
1: That's what's fun
5: about it. I think the only food truck Milwaukee doesn't have currently right now is like a sushi truck. Sure. You know, it's, it's, everything's there. Yeah. The Guacamaya, their popular truck of ours. As you mentioned, the taco guy. We have Rolling Smoke, just wonderful barbecue. Meat on the street. That's a uh, Filipino food. Okay. Mister P's grilled cheese.
1: Ooh, I love grilled cheese.
5: Happy Dough Lucky mini donuts.
1: Wonderful. So as
5: you can see, there's a I try like a world on a plate. Yes. And, and um, we are encouraging our vendors this year to perhaps offer some options for smaller portions. Sure. You know, so people maybe go try several different trucks. So, yeah, it's always uh, just a great, great variety of foods to try or if you want to be adventurous. So, yeah, and that's, that's just a taste of it. So Excellent. we'll have uh, 20 vendors.
1: So. Wonderful. Well, it sounds delicious.
5: Yeah, making me hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Andrew, where can our listeners learn more about the Traveling Food Truck Tour and Grafton's Food Truck Series?
5: You can follow the event at travelingfoodtrucktour.com. And all of the info will be on there, and then as the events get closer to the date, we'll be announcing which food vendors are going to be there.
1: Wonderful. And we're excited because you'll have some local flavors here, and one of our food truck vendors we will be talking to on Getaway to Grafton in regards to the Traveling Food Truck series, That Taco Guy. So we're looking forward to having them on the show as well. Which guy? That Taco Guy. Oh,
5: That Taco Guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Andrew. I really appreciate your time, and I'm looking forward to trying all those wonderful eats. When we come back, we're going to be hearing from a local flavored food truck that we'll be presenting at the Grafton Traveling Food Truck Series.
2: Hi, I'm James Showalter, fifth generation owner of Port Washington State Bank. There's something really special about summers in Wisconsin. There's so much to do, see, and taste. And at Port Washington State Bank, we proudly support many events, festivals, and other celebrations, because we couldn't imagine summer without them. To help you all enjoy all that Ozaukee County has to offer, we've got you covered with mobile check deposit and online bill pay, as well as access to over 600 no-fee ATMs. And with our Advantage checking account, we can help you save at countless merchants where you already eat, shop, or travel. Behind all of our great convenient features is a friendly face that you can call or visit. Whether it's a simple checking account, a home or auto loan, or a business need, we wanna be your bank. Visit our Grafton branch at 2080 Washington Street next to Flipside Cafe and Grill or any of our eight locations in the county or at pwsb.com. Port Washington State Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC.
1: Joining us today to talk about That Taco Guy, one of our favorite food trucks here in our area, is Eli and Andrea Costa. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for
4: having us. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. So I'm really excited to dig in and learn a little bit more about That Taco Guy and where we're going to be seeing you at our traveling food truck tour this summer. So let's start off with asking, why did you guys decide to venture into food truck extravaganza?
4: I'll let Eli take that one. (laughs) Um,
6: So this wasn't a business that was kind of uh, small when we came up with the idea. Sure. We were just going to be weekends, a tent, a couple grills. I mean, this wasn't going to be anything real fancy. The expectation was the business was going to be just part time. We weren't going to quit our jobs or do any of that. Sure. But as we started looking into more of the regulations, the rules, you know, we decided that maybe having a truck will make things easier. And so we uh, decided to get a truck to do uh, some of these events. And uh, after the first event is really when we noticed, well, we didn't advertise, we didn't do anything special. We just went out to an event and started selling tacos. And, uh,
4: no one knew that we were opening a truck except for our moms and close and, friends, and very close friends, and obviously our kids.
6: In case it failed, we right. were concerned. Sure, there was, sure. you know, there was that okay. apprehension when you, you know, there was a point of no return after right. you spent money to right. be at some events and you've spent some money on licensing and Absolutely. things like that becomes a point where, like, well, oh crap. We gotta we're gonna have to do something. We, we gotta, gotta figure this we out. Gotta, we gotta keep we gotta keep going now. There's yeah. no you can't just give up now. And yeah,
2: yeah.
4: Well, and what if no one liked our food and no I one wanted it. to eat there again I and get it. you know, all that. We yeah. had Yeah.
6: I never sold my food to anybody, so sure. I didn't know people they've always said that, Oh, your food's great, but my mom's food was great too. Sure. And she didn't have a restaurant. So sure.
4: But she should have. <laughs> Well, get her going. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> so this is this is her way. This is our way of getting her into the business. I guess you could say that because uh, physically she's unable to do it anymore. Sure, sure. But yeah, this would be you know this is her. Uh, most of the recipes are family recipes. They're or family f- type flavors. Sure. She always says, "I've taken the recipes and made them my own now." Sure. But yeah, this is you know family flavors and. That's kind of uh, the idea behind it. So, yeah, the business was just kind of uh, fly-by-the-seat-of-our-pants kind yeah. of idea. It wasn't anything uh, special.
4: Yeah. I mean, I know that all the uh, the business majors out there are probably freaking out because we're like, yeah, we just kind of opened. <laughs> <laughs> we we do have not no plan in place. We're just doing this. <laughs> we do not recommend this for anyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely do your research. Yeah. Um, oh. But, yeah, I mean, it, we, we're blessed and... It just it turned out great. And like he said, it was supposed to be just like a weekend thing at a couple music fests in the area. And and we were just going to start with that pop up tent. And I was talking with the ladies at the state for all the regulations in which, oh, my gosh, they are so wonderful. I can't tell you how many times I talked to them on the phone and how much time they spent with us to make sure that everything we did was, you know, within regulations and, and legal and all that. And they just they were so patient. Just so, so patient, especially since neither one of us had any experience in running a food truck or a restaurant. And then, like Eli said, it was like, well, it might make a little bit more sense to actually have the truck instead. And we came across, you know, an amazing opportunity to buy one. And then, yeah, like that first night, it just was way bigger than we would have ever (laughs) expected. So you knew
1: you made the right decision then. Yeah,
4: yeah. Within uh, two weeks, he had to quit his job because we had booked so many events for the truck.
1: Wow, that's
6: amazing. Well, we knew there was a need. There was a hole in the market in our area. So there was a little foresight into, you know, what we were going to do. It wasn't just, you know out of thin air. Absolutely. So there was a little thought that went into it. But yeah, I mean, for lack of a better term, you know, I'm a genius.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would say you guys were right on. You guys are everywhere in our area. I mean, if you mention a food truck, the first thing people say is, have you booked that taco guy? We love that taco guy. Is um, that taco guy coming? So yes, yeah, so we're very excited to have you here in our community and to be able to continue to work with you.
4: We love hearing that. We love being in this community. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So I'm curious, where did the name that taco guy come from? <laughs> Since we're talking about your trucks and your awesome food, where did the name come from?
6: Well, we differ. My wife and we I. We have I a
1: different okay. story.
6: Differ. She says, I didn't like it. And that she came up with the name okay. and that I didn't like the name initially. And I argue the other <laughs> side of that, that <laughs> I came up with the name. I was the one that thought it was a genius idea again here.
4: So initially, our thoughts were with the tent or truck, whichever way we were going to go, that we would also take it down to Water Street, Milwaukee when bars closed. Okay. That so that would be, you know, a great time to make sales. And
6: when we started brainstorming about the business, you know, I was thinking about a hot dog cart sure. out west in California that, you know, they have lots of things sure. like that where they modify carts um, to Absolutely. do tacos and things like that. So I was thinking of something like that to do uh, sure. down there, sure. small footprint, things like that. So we were brainstorming about a lots and lots of different things when uh, this idea came up. So
4: I said the, the perfect idea for a name because people are drunk at 2 a.m. and they're never going to remember <laughs> the name of a they truck are? or a yeah, <laughs> That It should just be that taco guy because they'll be inebriated and yes. not remember and they'll be like, hey, where's that taco guy? You know, that yeah. one taco guy. Yeah. Or the so, next
6: day they'll remember those tacos but they won't remember the name. Right. They'll just remember that, that. Those Taco those guy. tacos what was that guy's name that taco guy so, so again so I we're, argue argue I we're all in agreement
4: we're both in agreement to that point of the story yeah. where we part ways is where I said I came up with that taco guy and he didn't like it and he <laughs> says he came up with that taco guy so oh. I'm sticking to my story okay because that's the truth
1: all right <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not choosing sides here we'll just go with great job everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> that's
6: right that's right so that's yeah. awesome mm-hmm. It is great. I mean, we, I feel like uh, it was another accidental business thing that when we said, well, we know we like the name. Yeah. We said there's the URL available, and, and it was and it was surprisingly so we were able it's to a buy dream that. Come dream. I was sh- I was shocked. <laughs> Once that happened, I was like, "Let's buy it." Yeah, and that's it. Uh, you know,
1: let's go. <laughs> that was the
6: name. After that, that that's was awesome. going to be the name.
1: So. That's awesome. Well, I like it because it really is very easy to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there there's some of these. So I'm a big foodie food truck fan myself. So I like to go out to a lot of different food truck places in the summer. And there's a lot of places, like you're saying, oh, I really liked this person's food, but what was their name? Right. And it's good that you thought of something easy. That's Mm -hmm. excellent. Yeah. So talking food, I'm really excited, and I think our listeners are too. If you haven't experienced that taco guy, what would you want people to order from off of your menu? What are some of your signature items that you plan to have this summer?
6: Well, on the truck, we have a condensed menu. Since we've opened a restaurant now... We've expanded our menu at the restaurant.
1: Yes, compared. I'm excited so to hear about that. The,
6: uh, the truck was always, a uh, we offered two meats, pork or chicken. Okay. We offered two salsas, a hot or mild, and then the seasoned rice and beans, plus nachos. So we had chips, cheese, salsa. So okay. um, we had something called extreme nachos that was very popular with the seasoned rice and beans, the meat. And very delicious. And then the beer cheese <laughs> you know, with the salsa. And uh, I finished everything with uh, shredded cabbage. Shredded cabbage has a nice crunch to it, and it's crispier. doesn't really impose a lot of flavor either. It's a great option, and it gives it kind of that authentic feel that I'm kind of looking for for my tacos. So that menu is going to stay pretty much the same on the truck. We're going to offer a couple different things, a salad with the same cabbage, and then the meat option, the salsa, if you want rice and beans. Some people, when they have a salad, they don't want that, but some people do. So we're going to offer that also.
4: Well, and a lot of things that we've already made on the truck – people like a naked burrito we never actually had it listed on the menu but it's the thing that's fortunate with our ingredients is that we are able to create a lot of options for a healthy meal especially if people are vegetarian or anything like that and then this way we're like now we need to actually like list them on the menu so people can see them sure and then you know with the nachos we were very picky about the chips that we chose and then the signature beer cheese We wanted to make sure it wasn't something out of a can. You know, it had to go with all the other amazing flavors. Absolutely. And we didn't want to just top it with just any anything. Sure, sure.
6: Well, yeah, that's one of the things once we opened the restaurant and moving on, we expanded the menu so that people could see the food is great, but I've had everything. What else do you got? What else do you got? So having the restaurant, we have our Mexican corn there. We have steak there. I've added tomatillo salsa to that. Plus the Texas candy has always been available. Yes. So that's a candied jalapenos that I make that are cooked in sugar, vinegar, and some other spices to create. A lot of people like to compare it to a jalapeno jam, Yes. but there's no gelatin in that at all. So it's a great accompaniment for lots of different foods, but this one is a house-made product that you can enjoy on on the nachos with your quesadilla. That's another thing we've added at the restaurant It's a quesadilla.
4: And we have breakfast options that we serve all the time. Awesome. You know, like a hangover taco. Ooh.
6: With a fried egg on it. So it's a scani taco is one of the most popular, I would say, with our our customers, which is I take the, the chihuahua cheese that goes in the quesadilla, and I go ahead and put it on the grill, caramelizing it, and I put the tortilla on top of that. Then as the cheese melts, it releases oil. Then the tortilla gets flipped and cooked a little bit more in that oil from the cheese. So it's gooey, cheesy, you get a little caramelization. And then that's used, that tortilla with that melted cheese and that uh, caramelized disc of cheese is used to make the taco. So your meat choice on that and then a little more cotija cheese, salsa, and then the cabbage. But some people just want meat and cheese. That's my interpretation of a meat and cheese taco. Mm -hmm. I feel like if Wisconsin used tortillas for bread... That would be, our grilled cheese would look like that. Um, oh, you're so,
1: making me hungry, man. <laughs> so that, when,
6: when people said, and that's kind of, when we were talking about the business, it's when I decided to do this, I wanted to, didn't want it to be regular. Sure. You know, what everybody, when you say taco, 90% of the people, you know, ground beef, flour tortilla, yeah, shredded yeah. cheddar cheese, the yellower, the better, yeah. lettuce, and then iceberg lettuce and a big gob of sour cream. Yeah. That's what people envision when they mm-hmm. hear tacos. Yeah. I wanted to kind of take that and twist it. And this is, you know, the Scani taco is one of my creations like that. So I do a lot of that different stuff at the restaurant. So the truck now is going to be more to promote the restaurant. Sure. Hopefully people sure. still like the food. And
1: Absolutely.
4: And then
6: they'll come to try all the other wonderful things we have.
4: Excellent. Well, and he does a, a taco of the moment. Okay. So he's always coming up with ideas. So when people ask us what our favorite, you know, personally what our favorite food is, it's hard because we do like everything on the menu. Sure. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on the menu, Absolutely. first of all. Um, and then he is constantly being creative. Um, you know, we had a Greek freak, which was very popular and named after Giannis, obviously, because he's so awesome. But um, <laughs> it was just so amazing with the cucumber salsa that he made. Sure. You know, right now he has a BLT taco and a banh mi going, which are just phenomenal. And just the fact that it's always ever changing and Someone last night called him a mad scientist for her tacos because it is. He comes up with these crazy ideas, and I always look at him and I'm like, That's the most
6: disgusting thing
4: I've ever heard. I'm not going to eat that. And then he'll make it, and I'll take a bite, and I'm like, Oh my God, that's the most wonderful thing I've ever eaten.
6: Yeah, one of the bartenders, always, uh, every time he has a different taco that I make, he says, Wow, well, that's my new favorite.
1: Oh my gosh.
6: Like she said, the banh mi is a uh, inspiration comes from Southeast Asian Vietnamese sandwich banh mi, uh, where they use bread but grilled meat and then pickled carrots, cucumber, some cilantro. So there's not really any sauce or anything in that, so it's real fresh and refreshing yeah. um, tasting. So my yeah. my version, house made uh, pickled carrots, radishes, cucumber, a little jicama in that, and then the Black sesame seeds garnished with a little cilantro, and then your choice of meat. I personally like the steak, but okay. um, some awesome. people say they like the pork. So. Well, I
4: mean, he did fish and shrimp tacos during Lent. Yes, and yes, yes. Before that, I could not ever wrap my head around fish tacos. Like, why would you put fish in a tortilla? <laughs> I'm never going to eat this. And again, wow. I, he made it, and I was like, oh, this is the most mm-hmm. amazing food I've ever had. I love fish tacos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, we were talking a little bit about the restaurant, this new adventure. I'm really excited to hear about this. It sounds like you guys are located at the Compass, which is located in Cedarburg. Just it's actually to-
6: Mequon. It's right, it's right, it's on, right the border. on the border. It yeah. is right yes. on the border.
1: Yeah. Well, tell us about that new adventure. Well, it
6: used to be the edge of town. A lot of people will yes. know it because it was for 30 some years. It was the edge of town. Um, so it's in that same building um, if you're from the area and you're familiar with that area, you'll know it by that name. A lot of people will know it.
4: Sure. Well, and it was perfect partnership because we were already there. That was the, the commercial kitchen base for our truck for the last two years. Okay. Um, the previous bar owner had not used the kitchen and so we were renting it and using it. And then that bar owner decided to close and move up north. Okay. And then Tom, who owns North 48 in Cedarburg, was coming up with a concept and Came to Eli and was like, you know, hey, if I open a bar here, would you want to open inside? Yeah. And it's like, um,
6: okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was that.
4: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because that's how we've been going for three years. Yeah. Everything is yeah. like, um, okay. <laughs> yeah.
6: You know, prior to that, we were getting other, there were other people that came to us and said, hey, I, I'm building a building. Hey, we have this commercial real estate going up. and There's space in there. Would you be interested? Things like we were not even prepared for because we never even, we weren't even thinking about that. The food truck was just keeping us busy enough. So when this opportunity obviously arises right in the same building that you're already leasing kitchen space, it it felt like it was possibly meant to be. I mean, I just felt like it was just the perfect opportunity to give it a shot coming from, I don't have any necessarily experience other than high school working in a restaurant that was probably the last time so this was you know a way to get my feet wet and uh, and learn a little more about if this is even do people really want what I'm offering is this really a thing and uh it appears to be. I, mean, I was
4: gonna
1: say, I think so. Well, and it's such
4: a <laughs> it's such a beautiful piece of property. It has so much land. There's yes. so much area outside to enjoy in the summer. It backs up to the bike trail,
6: the Inner Urban Bike Trail. Yes. Yeah.
4: So I mean, it just. It, kind of feels like it suits us in regards to our personality, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, kind of laid back, relaxed. And that's, that's how we are. And I mean, our kids are there and they enjoy it as well.
1: Awesome.
6: Yeah. We got pinball machines, a shuffleboard table. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh it's a fun place to come hang out and enjoy, you know, just even if you're just coming to enjoy your meal and then yeah. leaving, yeah. it's still a place where you can hang out for while you wait, play a game, have a drink or not. We do have some great lemonade.
4: Oh my gosh, so. the lemonade! <laughs> oh my gosh, I love the lemonade. <laughs> it's, um, awesome. Yeah, and
6: you can walk there, ride your bike there. Yeah. So I mean, there's it's definitely a nice place. Can't complain.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We have this cute, amazing couple that walks there every Friday night. It's, it's seriously the cutest thing ever.
1: Oh my gosh. Well,
6: they were walking for the fish tacos.
1: Right. <laughs> that's what brought them in the first time. <laughs> so. uh, well, shout out to cute couple. Yes. Thanks for supporting that taco guy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, we are so excited to have you guys at the Grafton Traveling Food Truck Tour, which is new to Grafton. Yes. The last Tuesday of every month, June through September. And it sounds like you'll be at all four of those.
4: We won't be at the one at... The end of July.
1: No problem. Well, we have, now
4: we know. Yes. Yes, because we will be at the county <laughs> fair and we have to drop our truck
1: off. Oh, yes. No, that's a big deal, too. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, where can our listeners learn more about That Taco Guy?
4: Well, there's many ways. We have our website, thattacoguy.com, and you can always contact us through there, through our Facebook, which is That Taco Guy WI, and through our Instagram, again, That Taco Guy WI. W-I.
6: Yep. But if you Google That Taco Guy, We are the first one to pop up. We sure are.
1: As you should be. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We're really looking forward to seeing you this summer, and I'm looking forward to eating some more of your delicious food. Thank you. thank you. (laughs) You bet.
0: The Giro de Grafton is one of the stops on the popular Tour of America's Dairyland Race Series. The exciting six-turn Giro de Grafton course has plenty to offer all racers and spectators. The .85-mile criterium runs through downtown Grafton with the start and finish line being at the intersection of Beach Street and Wisconsin Avenue amid a massive crowd of fans. The course includes six fast turns with a slight uphill coming out of turn two. The finishing stretch is long and flat, leading into a great final sprint. Giro to Grafton is Saturday, June 22nd in downtown Grafton. Visit grafton-wi.org for more information.
1: To all of our listeners, if you like what you've heard on today's episode, We'd love for you to share, review, and subscribe to Getaway to Grafton. Be sure to check out our latest episodes on our Facebook pages Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce, Celebrate Grafton, and Visit Grafton, Wisconsin. If there's anything you'd like to know about today's episode, we'll have the links and resources available to you in our show notes. For more information about Getaway to Grafton and the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce, please visit us at grafton-wi.org. On behalf of myself and the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce Tourism Promotion and Development Committee, thank you so much for listening. See you next time.